Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey everyone, the run into the most exciting season in the history of football is underway. The mighty Reds are in the hunt for four trophies and we have got that covered from all angles, whether it's pre-game, there are big similarities between United and Liverpool because of the history and the success and the demand to be the best. Post-game, when Liverpool got better in the second half, it came because we unleashed Andy Robertson. A plus. Yes. Excellent work in the XG goal timeline graph. Documentaries. So why not take a trip back in time with me now as we look at the story of the crew? Features. Oh, and interviews. Yeah, I'd, I'd played against him in, in, I think it was just after lockdown, we played Blackburn and played Liverpool Anfield. There has never been a better time to join Redmen Plus and get yourself more Redmen content, more cultural features, closer access to the city of Liverpool, the club, and the vibes on the streets of Liverpool as we head towards an unprecedented end to the 2022 season. What a ride it's been. Come and join us over on redmenplus.com. It is a streaming service built specifically for Liverpool fans and we want you over there whether you like video content or podcast content we have got you covered in your native podcasting app there are two tiers available Club Captain gets you access to all of the content but if you want more if you want to get closer to the Redmen TV team then you can join as a club legend get access to our Discord group and don't forget there's also a whole bunch of extra perks including free merchandise oh yes and live show tickets as well. Redmen Plus, the best independent Liverpool media streaming service on the planet today. Get involved. Head to redmenplus.com. Hey everyone, oh it God. is the Redman podcast where we're discussing why Steve has come <laughs> basically me. as half a man for this podcast. Is that, is that, does it raise up? That's as high as it goes. Yeah, that's Surely fine. it goes up higher. That's okay. That. It's fine. Yeah, you can. yeah, you can do better than that. I'm fine. I'm not, I'm, I'm bouncing <laughs> down on you. Steve is now far more erect than he was um, before we started the podcast. I am, yeah. For those of you listening, <laughs> he was just very small, and, and and also I'd just been totally bodied by Payjack with a with a hair <laughs> joke. And just when you think there's like you, you must have heard them all. I did see recently that there's that there's a lawsuit about you know. Call, I didn't call you bald. You said, I've got, well, you said I've got nothing on my head. No, you said I've got, I've got too much on my head. 
you 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 yeah. misspoke, which opened the door. You you spiked it up. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm there going, bang. Yeah, like I said, it came out recently. You know, someone sued their boss for making ball jokes. Well, Just, it's been classified as sexual harassment, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. It can't be harassment when I love it. <laughs> <laughs> is that consent? Is that, is that is the eternal consent you've just given? Uh, to you a, can say whatever you want to be, Chris. It's fine. Uh, okay, we've got plenty to talk about um, because Liverpool are, you know, in the hunt for oh, yeah, trophies yeah. this season. Um, Still. We're gonna wow. Be, I know, it's shocking, right? We're going to talk a little bit back on Southampton Liverpool from last night. We're going to be looking ahead to the weekend as well. I'm going to have a little bit of a chat around what happens at the end of the season. Um, but we've got a kickoff question. It comes from Steel Hairs, one of our Club Legend Discord members. What's the best place you've watched a football match that hasn't been in a stadium uh, in terms of atmosphere slash general enjoyment? There's only one answer for this, isn't it? it for me, anyway. And I, I, I'm assuming. Been, well, I'll take offence if it's not the same answer as you, to be honest with you, but it's Istanbul 2005. Mm-hmm. You know, we weren't there. It, we were in one of the, the worst bars in Liverpool, and yeah, I have such... Say no bad word. Exactly. About yeah. Come on. Base, we were there from, I don't know, was it 10.30, 10am? I think midday was, was it midday. midday? was it the 2007 one we got there earlier? No, both. We started in the pub beforehand. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah. I mean, it was just an incredible day. Like, you know, don't remember the game. I just remember. And this is, this is what I think you should this is what you need to know about a good night out if you don't remember it it's a great night out yes that's logical <laughs> right yeah so I'll be all in on that uh, yeah, yeah absolutely if you can remember feelings but not actual facts yeah. then it was a good then it was a good weekend yeah. okay then not, not for the game, but I, I watched the Europa League final that we lost. I watched that. They, they opened the Echo Arena up and sold tickets and stuff. And like, like so it, was a, it was like a mini stadium full of people watching this game. Unfortunately, the game that was pretty cool. If you'd have won that, it'd have been awesome because when Sturridge scores, it went off. Yeah, it was someone had a flare. There was flares going off. And so that was a cool venue. But yeah, you can't really, given the fact that we lost the game, it's hard to, to justify that one. So I'm trying to think. I, I think I travelled to one of the card the finals without a ticket and didn't get manage to get myself a ticket so I think that watching it in Cardiff was pretty awesome so maybe one of them but the actual venue when they opened the Echo Arena the then so I don't know why they don't do that no more well I do actually because it nearly went on fire because of, <laughs> of said flares but yeah it was that was a that was a pretty cool place to watch it was you yeah I, I, a lot of mine are like pubs you know what I mean there's not many like where I've happened to I'm up a mountain watching it, you know what I mean, with like some random you know people. What, like, I watched one of the derbies that we won. I think it was the Dirk Out Two Penalties one. I think it was. Um, remember when Jamie Carragher used to have that sports bar in town? Yeah, yeah. it's not there no more. Any, but that that was awesome in there that day, and it was going off. Um, and it was major, again, obviously Everton were at home, and obviously every Everton fan goes to the game, so there was not many Everton fans in, in that gaff. It was plenty of us lot, and that was. I remember celebrating, thinking Lucas had scored. And Brighton saying, and obviously it was the handball instead. So yeah. yeah, that that was that was a pretty good one actually. I think yeah, we watched that in the pub as well. But yeah, there's one the one that I don't know why it came to mind because it's not a particularly like a standout game. Although I suppose it was at the time we beat Chelsea, and it's one where Dirk Kout does he score early or Pennant scores early? Both of them scored Pennant. in that game, and um, I was in the pub for that, and it was basically I, I sat in front of the screen and I was just like really just 
loud that whole it was I'd gone to see my mates up in Sheffield and that happened to be on that weekend and we'd been on like a three day piss up and, it, and that game was like the fact, I think it might have been a Sunday kickoff so everyone was very well lubricated by that point and it was just boss like I sang every song at the whole pub singing all Liverpool songs and stuff and then like the other side was like where the Chelsea fans were watching it and there weren't many of them and they all shuffled off by the end and then I'd all my mates singing uh, fuck off Chelsea FC all through town for the rest <laughs> of the night it was just brilliant there's, a, there's brilliant. a few actually from when we used to do Filming in the Dovedale. Like we used to have some incredible ones there. David Moyes is a football genius, obviously, is, yeah. a, is a bit of a standout one there when we beat Man United 3 0, was it that day? Um, and we used to have that back room, didn't we? And we'd have between 10 and probably 15 people, most games in there. And it was just those lot. And we'd have like, yeah, we just, that was a that was a boss time, yeah, actually. That, yeah. And then the other ones for me is, that, you know, when obviously working in catering for years and years, not able to go to the game anywhere near as much as, as I wanted to when I was growing up. Those ones where you finish early when you don't know you're going to finish early, so you, maybe just you and a mate run over to the pub over the road that's crap that you'd never go and watch the footy and just because you're getting there and then you end up just having one of them belter sort of nights and days out because of it. The worst, and it wasn't asked, but into, I don't think I've had any good football experiences watching football on the high streets like I, I went we went look we had a, a glut of going to watch them games because it was yeah c- cuffs Jesus Christ um, yeah, Everton in one room and Liverpool in the other and it was wild on like dodgy satellites and stuff and uh, yeah when you had to go and find a pub that uh, that had the dodgy satellite you were going to a dodgy pub which meant you were going to a bad pub which meant you were getting crap beer and being stood up Jammed in the like sardines and time. stuff. <coughs> yeah. The Grand Nash used to have. I tell you, it's first Nash. First Nash, sorry, I tell you in each corner. So the Everton fans will be facing that way, watching it on a dodgy three o'clock kickoff. And because we were, we were that good at the time, we were never on telly as a stand. So we were always on the other. And like you'd have to have the ladies of, of half people back to each other. And like you say, going back to the filthy beers. Uh, yeah. And where you used to work was pretty good back in the day. New York was all right for like a Monday night game or a Sunday night game yeah. and stuff. So me and Carl would turn up, I just probably post you work, and then we'd go out on a Sunday afternoon and then we'd walk over to like Funglock or some other restaurant on there. And, and funny enough, Kat and I were only talking about this the other day because Aaron and Catherine came down to meet us after we'd been out all day. And like they turned up and like Kat was like, I, I fucking hate you. Like, what the fuck? Like, you can't talk. Like, why have you... What, this is why text messages are a problem type shit. Yeah. You manage to type a message. If I'd have spoken to you, I would be nowhere near this restaurant right now. <laughs> like, she's an idiot. Yeah. She went on to marry you. <laughs> she's an idiot too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I mean, I was. New York, I was class for watching the, the footy back in the day. Um, yeah, brilliant. Let us know your suggestions for that. Where's the best? Um, actually, I want some more off the wall and weird shouts. I think, obviously, the further the field you get, because in Liverpool, it's just, it's just it's everywhere in the pub you would just go to the pub you wouldn't tend to watch it like a couple of times when I've been on holiday I've watched it again again. but it's all just like random bars and random sunny sunny climbs and stuff so yeah uh, let us know if you've got a particular favourite one uh, we've got a sponsor this week we're going to be bringing Reese in in a minute but just want to explain obviously we've been flying uh, with who knows wins in the last couple of weeks but a few people kind of not quite sure what we're doing and obviously we realise we've been doing it for a few weeks we're having a laugh we're kind of getting into the, the, the banter side of it but for those of you those you're unfamiliar with the concept of who knows wins effectively uh, what you get each and every week is 10 fixtures in the league that we, we're promoting of course and you have to predict basically which team's going to win or if it's going to be a draw where it benefits over doing an accumulator for example is that if 
one you know doesn't come in, it doesn't matter. It's the person in the league that gets the most correct results. And as we've seen with our Red Men leagues in recent weeks, we've been winning amongst ourselves on fives and sixes. Um, we've all, I think, everyone has come. If not, well, has everyone won some money or something? to have been doing it. Yeah, I've won two or three times now. Yeah. No, Steve. Okay, well, you know, wow. if me and Chris can do it, and Steve's obviously very, very good. He's just been a bit, a bit, a bit unlucky, hasn't he? But it proves the point <laughs> that if we can get in the money, then everyone can, of course. Um, and what you can do is, of course, you make your suggestions early doors, but then you can edit them almost like pretty much right up to a uh, right up to the uh, kicks off as well, which is really, really good. And a couple of benefits that we've seen: you get to see how everyone else is going. So we've got Charlie, my wife, who's in in the group as well, um, whose football knowledge is not the best by her own admission, but you get to see how everyone else has gone so you can see as a percentage who's gone for what on the other you get to see the form guide of those teams as well so even if you're not 100% up but it maybe you're not great on the championship or La Liga or Serie A um, you or can get Premier a League in my case or <laughs> any football in general <laughs> thing. Uh, yeah you can get it's a okay they do different sport ones I think in the future won't can't they? wait for the cricket yeah. right. right so let's bring uh, let's bring Reese in then to talk us through what we've got going on this week Reese, uh, actually I will ask you what was your have you got a best place you've watched the football match that was in the stadium? I was thinking of one, to be honest, and I remember being in New York in 2013 when we beat United 1-0. That was a good one. But I remember back even further, 2007, do you remember Andre Vornan? Mm. He scored a goal against Toulouse. It must have been a pre-season game, and I think he'd yeah. signed that summer, and I genuinely thought we'd find someone <laughs> partner Torres and you could see how much that Ooh, fucked up. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. We all, I think we all fell into the Voron and trap. Um, <laughs> it just quite... looked like he was going to be good. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's no way if you're not good, you'd look like that. <laughs> I was thinking, you know, I'm, I'm trying to replicate the hairstyle as well, but it's not going to do me any favours, but there we are. You definitely look like a Malfoy. We didn't realise this at the time, but uh, we found that out in due course. Um, right, okay, should we uh, should we revisit the scores from this week? I've not seen these yet, actually. How did everyone... Yeah, did everyone I've, got, I've got the scores up here. So Tom actually won a tenner with six out of ten. There's a lot of threes and fours, though. So we've got Ross, Sai, and Charlie all with three. So they'll be sharing the cap this Ross week. Ross had three. Oh, oh well, hang on a he second. Might have, Ross might have, on our graphic, he's put himself down as four. And me as down as four as well. Oh, oh Ross no. Shanley has tried to That's do fine. Let's, let's, let's just go with four. It's fine. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah let's, Ross has got four. He's got points. every right to have a pop of me as well, by the way. I've just got them what up in mine? front of me. But You're, yours? What was it? What was Steve's? So you you three have got four across the board. I've got yeah. stairs yeah, for I got four, main, yeah. yeah, yeah. Did you though, Steve? Yeah, did. Yeah, he did. did you I, just I, actually I check? Four. I just like the, I just you know. Mine's. I'm special. I knew he was I on get... four, but I just wanted him to go down to three. Oh my god! I might have just thrown Ross under the bus there. That's fine. Right. We, all, we do it every week, mate. It's fine. But we know we, we know for the fact, Sai's got three. Sounds. So that means Sai has to wear the hat. Sai, leg it in. <laughs> Here he comes. Where's the hat? You got it. Come on, Sai. Here we go. Here it is. Big Here man. Here comes. Sai sprinted in from the gallery. There's Sai with <laughs> suit you, mate. You could not have been less enthusiastic about that, Sai. Fantastic, yeah. Exactly. Looked like a naughty school boy. Like, what does um, Yeah, he knows, he knows nothing. Uh, right, Sam, well, let's crack on then. What are we, um, what are we looking at for the, uh, the final Premier League round? Yeah, that's it. So all 10 fixtures are going to be in the pick 10 this Sunday, not Saturday. Ooh. So they'll all kick off four o'clock. 
And yeah, we've got some tasty games in there. I mean, I'm immediately looking at the three sides, Everton, uh, Leeds and Burnley, those three fixtures. Anything can happen there, couldn't it? Mm. Can I, I'm going to spoil it now, Reese. I am got this week because doing what I think is going to happen has got me no results. So I've very much gone for what I want to happen. So in my scenario, just of all the games that happen, Liverpool win the league and Everton get relegated. Yeah. So I've gone for we <laughs> we win, City draw, Leeds win, Burnley win, Everton lose. Because trying to guess what I think is going to happen has saved me. No, I've got no money off it. Yeah. So why not? Why not? Why not wish upon a star? Because the flip side is. Me thinking was, if I won money on the ones that I don't want to happen, it'd be like dirty money to me. I See, don't want that money. better waiting for Everton to play the game? No. I want them to lose anyway. Okay, so, yeah. That's interesting. Just want, yeah. So well, like the alternative, you mentioned, you obviously have got too high moral standards to go for the absolute, absolute opposite of that and potentially claw yourself back a little bit of happiness through success. Through cash. Yeah. I am easily bought out. Hold my name and all that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, no, I, 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 I'm, listen, I've been rubbish, so I might as well, I've, I've changed my tactics. You so, had tactics? Yeah. Are yeah. <laughs> yeah. these your picks, Chris? Uh, no, these are size picks. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we're getting a little insight into the man who lost last week, what he's Don't gone do for what this he week. did. Which, by the looks of it, is just go with the highest percentage every single... No, we've gone City's drawing. Yes, I've gone home. Yes, I've See, I went Liverpool in, the la- in last week's. I went Liverpool to win in 90 minutes, knowing full well that it was going to extra time, but just more hope rather than, rather than expectation. It didn't work out for me then, Steve, and I don't want to you know, put paid to your pans, plans this early on, but yeah. You can put paid to his pans as well. If you want. <laughs> I will, absolutely. <laughs> I'll, I'll have pans. I'm so, a pan man. Um, so, Reese, anything else you want to let the people at home know? Yeah, so well, last week we had one guy get 10 out of 10, right? Won six and a half thousand. So, and then, you know, the, actually nobody got nine. So there we had four players on eight out of 10. They were in 135 quid. But just a side note, I backed City to beat West Ham last Sunday. And look what happened. So I think I'll do the same thing again. I okay, can't help it. I'm going to have to go with all, like, all of the worst for Liverpool results, I think, because... I always feel like I can't, like, I don't like backing things to go for Liverpool. I feel like Liverpool, it going well for Liverpool is its own reward. Like, somehow the universe doesn't want me to be double happy. Um, so I have to be... I, I think. I, see, I think the universe quite likes Sting. Because yesterday he put a bet on Liverpool centre-half, scoring a goal. But he went for Canate rather than Matter. <laughs> so I, I think it quite likes him. It's like, we want you to feel like you had a good one. Yeah, feel like you're close. Still going to take your money off you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um Brilliant. Yeah. yeah. So you're you optimistic for this then, for them, Reese? Uh, I just think it's, 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 I mean, everything is in place for it to happen, isn't it? Gerard, the Villa manager, Coutinho at Villa. Everything is in place for that to happen, right? But we do actually have a league for tonight's Europa League final between Frankfurt and Rangers. So if you're interested in that, hop on the app and make your predictions on that. But yeah, I mean, fingers crossed. Every part of me is fingers crossed for Sunday, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, that, that's a very, very uh, like hard to get out of your mind vis- visualisation. Every part of you is fingers crossed. I'm not even sure how that works. Um, I've had a of... twisted bollock before, actually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's really painful. I wouldn't uh, recommend it. Um, the, uh, right, Sal. Uh, right, Reese, thank you so much for that. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll, cheers, we'll, cheers. We'll, we'll, on that note. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. On that bombshell. Uh, absolutely brilliant. Yeah, make sure you guys uh, are home. 
if you haven't got involved yet, download the app, use the link in the description underneath, whether you're on YouTube or listen to it on your podcasting app as well. Uh, really good fun. Get involved with us and you'll see us on the uh, on the league table as well. So you'll know whether you outperformed us by six o'clock on Sunday as well. Uh, so yeah, very, very good stuff indeed. One big push and hopefully, you know, either you're being double happy or you counterbalance some sadness. Um, either way, do what you got to do on Who Knows Wins this week. Right, sound. Um, let's dive into it then, boys. Thank you so much, Reese. Uh, pleasure as always. Um, the pool Southampton. I, I, I went. It was an absolute belter of a time. It was just a case. It was just. Oh, sorry. Actually, before we do, actually, I want to dive in. We got Jurgen Klopp uh, from the press conference. Um, so let's uh, let's listen to what he said post match. Oh. incredible performance as well so like um, making nine changes if it wouldn't have worked out it would have been 1000% my responsibility now it worked out and it's 1000% the boys responsibility because I can ask for a lot the boys have to do it and I thought they did exceptionally well I saw incredible performances tonight I saw a group reacting on a yeah a blow um, I didn't see it back um, the situation, but I think, at least I thought it was a clear foul. Um, and you can, in these situations, you can lose nerves or whatever a little bit. Um, the boys on the pitch, not at all. Um, they just kept going. We scored a disallowed goal. We scored the goal, Taki's goal. Controlled the game. Yeah, fantastic. Absolutely. And fantastic. It, it, actually, I'm, I'm so happy about the performance. It was, it was a bit touching. To be honest, honestly, <laughs> wow, these boys like having Ferraris in the garage, and, and then you let them out, and they, they directly do like this. It's, it's really, it's really tough for the boys, but they own sometimes. But um, whatever happens this year happened because of this group. Because of this group, it's exceptional, um, and tonight I showed that again. Yes, check out the full Jürgen Klopp post-match press conference uh, available for free uh, through Redmen podcasting apps and all that good stuff like Spotify, for example. Apple Music is my go-to Apple, Apple Music. Music. Apple Music, yeah. yeah. I go for it, yeah. but other Apple, no. The editor's other podcast movie as well. <laughs> Listen. Yeah, let's just talk, because obviously I can't. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, again, for free on the YouTube channel and, the, and for free wherever you get your podcasts as well. Uh, Amazon, we're all doing it today. These reds are taking the toll on us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, we're nearly there. We've only got two weeks left of the, two weeks left of the season. We'll be it's been a long old year. Can't yeah. believe we, we like, I'm struggling. We don't have to run. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Genuinely, like I said that, I think it was that maybe on the CNN thing the other day, it was like, how are you doing? Are you coping with it? I was like, I am done in. I feel I've I've mentally kicked every ball, um, which turns out is I think I don't want to put throw any shade on the the exertions of the Liverpool squad, but I think it's more tiring. 
Yeah, I agree. We don't have the fitness regime that they have. It's again, exactly. People got ice, to look after us. They've got ice baths and like swimming pools and stuff. Yeah, we don't. They've got a team of people around them taking care of them. We don't. We don't have that. We have you guys at home, by the way. You help. You help immeasurably. I love the ones that don't. Um, <laughs> uh, we've got a bunch of super chats. We'll, we, a lot of them are pertaining to stuff a little bit later on the show, so don't think that I'm not reading them out, by the way. We'll, we will come to them. Although he's um, absolutely not reading them out. In due course. I will Yet. probably remind me. Chris, okay. on you now. Um, They're not getting red. Southampton, <laughs> Chris Pajak, massive, massive, massive Moosive. for the Reds. Mate, it was just like, you don't make nine changes, do you? You're not supposed to do that and then still get a win. And I come from behind win as well. Like, every single time I think back to that game last night, and there's been a lot of that over the course of last night and this morning, by the way, I'm just like, oh my God, like this is, our squad is unbelievable. And to be able to put in the shift that they put in and the performance levels and the technical ability that they showed, like I keep thinking about that Taki Minamino goal and I'm like, he one and a half touches it before he shoots. What is that about? How do you one and a half touch the footy before you shoot? How do you ever think to yourself, I just need a little half touch here. Yeah. And then I'll have that room. It's just baffling, and everyone was brilliant. Like, uh, you know, we were doing the, the obviously the watch long and stuff, and there was a lot of split opinion on a couple of players, as there, as there always is. Mainly, Kurt Jones. I just thought he was he sensational. Really to be honest with you, he was really, really good. I, I, there wasn't anyone out on that pitch who I, how I thought, nah. you know, and, and for a variety of reasons, and a lot of it stems to the fact that we did concede the goal. And I said this last week that. We've had a number of opportunities handed to these lads, Steve, to go, let's bow graciously. What a great, what a great go, everyone. Everyone pat yourselves on the back. You've you've gone deeper towards a quadruple. Someone else has gone any, deeper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you've gone deeper than quadruple than any other team ever has. It's not happened in the league this time. Never mind. You know, go again next year. You've got other things to focus on. And this Liverpool squad are like, no, actually. We're gonna we're gonna dig deep. We're gonna find a way to win, and, and couple that with Chris's point about how many players we just brought in out the cold. I was just I, I was proud going the game. I left bursting with pride, and that's it really. It was a it was one where you just had to get through. And Jürgen's comments I think was good. Like it'd have been worse if I had to just play knackered lads, so I had to go for the fresh ones. And I think he called a criminal didn't he? at one point. That Taki doesn't play more. Like he's he's really emotive about the language he uses. Like he really thinks they're all great. He just has some greater than others, like, yeah. and that's that's where he's at. That's the squad that he, uh, Michael Edwards, Julian Ward, all those guys. They've built a squad where, you know, he says like, he, he says, pick me eleven's never that hard. It's it's leaving the lads not even on the squad. Like I've got I've got big decisions to make. or two isn't even on my bench. Where in times gone by, he's just been looking around at the under twenty three years and eighteen years, going right. You're you you're, you're just on the bench because I've got nobody else. That's the difference. But yeah, the the. the the guts and the, the never never say die attitude of them is just unbelievable. It, it stems from him, like yes. it stems from Jurgen Klopp, like all good leaders. You instill your team reflect you and what you're like, and he is a great leader who, who, who believes it. But he does it by empowering his players. I love that. I love the line. If we'd have lost it, it'd have been my fault because I made nine changes, but we won, and I get no credit. It's the boys who get the credit. Yeah. That is, it's just wonderful management. It's a wonderful. There's line. a lot of egos in football and a lot of egos in management. Mourinho would never. Be like that, you know. I actually there's a moment with Kurt Jones in particular because I was watching the highlights back this morning, and Jürgen goes over to Kurt full time, and I thought, I wonder what he does here because he got, he starts pointing at stuff, and I thought, is he doing a Rafa like, well done, we've won, but you should have been there, you should have been there, you should have been there, and it, I don't know if he's saying like, yeah, you, you'd absolutely spunked that one over the bar, didn't you, or whatever, because the bear them then. 
start creasing up laughing and Kurt walks away another Feel inch tall, tall yeah. another inch broader <laughs> for it and I just it's just glorious. It is, and it, it's not it's not just Jürgen, it's all of them. You see that, don't you? You know, you see how much Pep Linders loves it, and, you know, we, we've spoken, obviously, in recent weeks about Kravitz and the video side of it and how important that is. And, you know, after we won the FA Cup, he mentioned the two fellas by name, and, and, and apologies, I can't remember the two video analysis guys who were back at, back at Kirby or home looking at Southampton, you know what I mean? And it, it's a non-stop job that these lads have. Yeah. You know, they had one beer after... Afterwards, didn't they? Sunday morning, they're doing a, a pre a pre game analysis on Southampton. Sunday morning, like they've just won the FA Cup the night before. It's all a time consuming job, and they fucking put their heart and soul into it. So, of course, it matters. But how do you keep those energy levels up while you're working every hour under the oh, sun? So it's it's important. I was like, he does that, and it's easy when you're working as hard as these guys work to like forget the human side of it. Like he still got the wherewithal when we beat Villarreal to text Nat Phillips and to text Reese Williams. You know what I mean? And yeah. He's got a million things on his mind because he's such a good man manager and a good person in general. Yeah. He, he, oh yeah, I need to do that, and it takes him thirty seconds probably. But it's stuff that you wouldn't always just assume because, like you say, he's got so much going on in his life. They all have like he's still got the way with all to be a great man. He's got the way with all to go to Kate Jones and give him his hug and, and do all that kind of stuff. He's just a wonderful manager and tactically unbelievable. He's, he's impacting games off the bench now, he's, which is amazing. Again, he's got the squad to do, but I think more than anything, like. I think great managers are always great characters and great fellas. Just like they use like a presence and, a, and an aura, and he's definitely got that in abundance. And it, it rubs, off, it definitely rubs off on the players. Do you, do you, you think about the FA Cup final and you think about Sadio Mane going over to Mendy and you think about Jordan Henderson going over to Mason Mount? This is good stuff, men, yeah, good people yeah. all throughout. You know, I love the fact that both of our players did that. To be honest with you, yeah. it's something that Jurgen, I'm sure, will have done as well. And you know, that all comes from the man at the top. Yeah, yeah. well, it's exactly because there's some managers you. you, you who foster, they harbour this like us against them mentality. And we managed to do that without being pricks about it because it's a, it's a very, like how Luis Suarez just plays the game where people think that Luis Suarez is a knobhead because, and, and he's a bit, but like when, how he plays the game, he's on the edge, he'll, he'll, you know, he'll, he'll do everything in his power to try and beat, yeah. But when you speak to him off the pitch, he's just really, he's a really nice fella. And that's kind of what this Liverpool side are like. They won't give you an inch. If you go down injured, they'll play on until until someone tells tells them they have to stop, until the ref, they make the referees make the decisions. They do a lot of things. They bend sportsman-like conduct at times on the pitch. You know, they, they put the they put the owners on other people. But when that. the chips are down, you see who they are, don't you? And it, it reminds me of like a big UFC or a big boxing fight where you are trying to make sure that your purse is as big as fucking possible. So in the media, in the build-up, Conor McGregor's giving an absolute beans and blah, 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 blah. When there's no bad blood between the two fellas, and then at the end, you know, they share an embrace because they respect each other because they've just done 25 minutes in a cage together. And they'll say something in the ear, and it's generally along the lines of, Listen, no bad blood. You fuck, I fucking respect the shit out of yeah. Got to do what you got to do to get paid. Put a lot of heart and soul into this, and sweat and blood and tears. And that's what Liverpool do. They put their absolute all into. It. But when the chips are down at the end of at the end of the game, you see their sportsmanship come through. Yeah, good. They're just good people. That's what we've, we've got a team full of good people. But they're they're not soft. You know that like Jordan Henderson will boot Mason Mount in the air if he has to. But then he'll, mm-hmm. at the end of the game, he'll be the first one over to go. And but shake that's it the down. like that's the game. That's, yeah, you know yeah, yeah, exactly. Liverpool times go by. I said this on a podcast a couple of weeks ago. I didn't used to like. How Man United presented on the pitch in like the nineties and noughties. I thought they were all just too, too aggressive and angry <laughs> with each other. Whereas Liverpool have got that. 
but they're also it's all done from a position of support, you know, and they are they they also enjoy it at the same time. It's mad how you can be shouting at someone one minute and then laughing your head off on the, at the players on the pitch. At the, you know, Milner and Klopp at West Ham. Remember Milner and Klopp at West Ham when they're arguing off the pitch, and then we, I think the lad we brings on upset the goal for like, yeah, enough laughing about it. Yeah. I imagine you're right. You, got, you might have went over to Kirsty Jones and Curtis. That shot, by the way, was absolute dogs. You don't do that again. Yeah. And then, I, but by the way, well in, and you have a little laugh about it. It's well, a, you know, it's, was it was it Lucas who had that shot towards the end of his? Yeah, and, he's, and he's laughing his head off at him. It's the same thing, isn't it? It's like, won't do that again type of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because to the point, Jürgen just loves footy and he loves all the things around it. And actually, we're going to talk a little bit on Podcast Extra this week. I want to talk about the uh, the fallout from the whole, you know, National Anthem boo and stuff and how Jürgen's kind of portrayed himself. We'll be doing that on the Podcast Extra on Redman Plus, uh, which will be live after this podcast, of course. But uh, yeah, it's an, another example of him just being a wonderful fella. Uh, the thing that I, I, to add to all of this, Steve, is that Liverpool actually had to come through more adversity in this game as well. Obviously, they go the goal down, deflection goal, but Joe Gomez going off. I don't think Jordan Henderson at half time is the plan, you know. And so, and he comes on and he's absolutely he just dominates the game completely. But that was another example of that where if things hadn't gone our way, we could have felt a bit sorry for ourselves. Jordan Henderson could have been like, oh God, I'm goosed. I was really looking forward to a game off ahead of these two big games or whatever coming up. Um, no no sense of that whatsoever. Everyone else's level went up around them. Harvey Elliott was even better. Curtis Jones was even better. Everyone around. It was just, yeah, it was, again, another inspirational moment. Milner going once again, going back to fullback and being doing James Milner type things. Great. Referee and mistake, deflected goal, injury. One of those three things can knock aside, and we got at this point of the season when everyone's ex- running on field. exactly. And Liverpool got overcome all three of those and didn't look like it affected them. I thought the way we responded to their goal was brilliant, and again, we responded to the injury with with the captain coming on. Like, like say, you think, oh, you can just be your head can go when the ref makes that mistake. It's, it's a shocker. Your head can go when they score a, a deflected goal, like loops over the goal. Your head can go when it, it's a bad, it looks like a bad injury to Joe Gomez. So. Yeah, you're right. It's just another case of right. We go again. And Henderson, I was actually a couple of times. He's been meant to have been rested in the last two league games, and has had to come on early. You know, a half time in this one, in the first half of the last one, and he's just he's responded amazingly. Because you're right, he, he could be like, "I am knackered. I'm due a rest." He's like, "No, okay, captain, I'm banned on. Let's go and win a game for Liverpool." And he yeah, he embodies it all. This team is narrative resistant. Yeah. I think you know, and we've seen it for years. I, I remember the excuse I, resistance. It, yeah, it's and it's, but it's a, it's a really, it's a really weird thing about football. It's, it's, it's the thing that makes it very hard to quantify the sport, and it's why it's that you know, obviously, more and more we're getting closer with analysis and, and analytics and data and all that kind of stuff. But there's things that happen in a football match because of the flow of a game, which is the thing that's so hard to sort of account for, Chris. So there's like something will take a deflection, and sometimes a goalkeeper will just snap and he'll save it, and it's one of the greatest. Saves ever, but sometimes goalkeepers like I, I remember having this in, in games where some, I remember something going past me and being like, I'm not sure why I've watched that go past me, but I have because mm-hmm. it just sometimes things just happen in football matches. You go with it. Liverpool are very good at being like, no, they're very good at writing narratives and they're very good at resisting narratives that sort of paint them into a into a negative corner. Yeah, I think it comes from Sunday League, mate. I think I think Jordan Henderson was in Sunday League shouting nil-nil every time his team scored. And I think he's taken that through. I think if you're close enough to the centre circle when we're winning games 4-0, Hendo's going, nil-nil, lads! Come on! <laughs> it's kind of it. If like, I'm joking around. Of course he doesn't do that. You know, he, 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 of course. But that's the type of mindset that you have to sort of have, isn't it? That you've just got to keep going. You've just got to keep ploughing the trough. 
or is it where? And just make sure that you continue to just do what your manager tells you to do. And when you've got that trust in your manager, that he is telling you the right information, that you're receiving the right information, that he's telling you you've got the right players alongside you and you believe him, then anything can happen on a football field. Because it's when you don't. You think of like, you know, the Tottenham players over the last few years with their different managers and stuff like that. You think of Manchester United players. They're all technically good footballers. Yeah. There's probably not much in it between the technical ability of Manchester United players and Liverpool players. Mm -hmm. But there's one man that they trust in at the top at Liverpool and there isn't at Manchester United. And when you do have and you build and cultivate trust at a football club, this is the type of stuff that you get for it. Yeah, no, uh, it is absolutely. And it's just... It, it, it just, it's, an, it's an indomitable indomitable it's easy for me to say it's not and I won't even attempt it indomitable nice spirit um, means that they, they don't like to cower they don't you know they, they like to fight on they like to press on they like to continue going it's 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 something unlike anything I've ever seen in a Liverpool team and, and even in this Liverpool team over the last few years the idea that we're still here I think it's almost like being a little undersold because we've just been rolling and rolling and rolling into the next thing into the next thing into the next thing you haven't really taken stock of how what an unreal achievement it is that we're even in we're even here like, they're just know. enjoying it yeah. that's, that's a, what more like what other points in in any season that you've had will you ever get the chance to do this again yeah. you know at, at a great football club like Liverpool I mean why the hell wouldn't you be enjoying it like yeah just lastly on Jordan then some 55 appearances this season in all comps more than he's ever played in his career in a single season before absolutely unbelievable he's and, good and he had an international game in there as well he's, he's unbelievable he was, he was brilliant he, he was brilliant at Villa Park and he was brilliant again at St Mary's and like I say he's got every excuse not to be mm -hmm. he's got every excuse not to put the hard yards into run and go but yet he's, he's he has literally just defined in the last couple of weeks everything we've just spoken about there. He's been the embodiment of it. Hard graft, playing through fatigue, overcoming adversity, reacting to what's happening rather than what you, you plan to happen and still winning. Isn't yeah. it, it... Sorry, mate. Sorry, sorry. Go on, carry on if you want. Um, I was just going to say, isn't it amazing that, like... When it starts to feel during the cup final and Salah goes off and Virgil van Dijk goes off, that the captain can put this side on his fucking back when they need him more than absolutely anything. Yeah. And he can sort of... Because he was missing in 13-14. You know, and I still think that's probably a large part of what drives him as a football player and captain anyway. I've heard it said elsewhere... Didn't say it on a show previously. I'm sure it might have been covered on you. You've done the final words this week, Chris. That we're at the point where we've like the blood of the players who aren't available right now. And in any other season pre previously, we would all be like on the floor here. Like no, no Van Dyke, you know, no Fabinho. We'd all be thinking, oh my God, you know, what was no Mo Salah. The Mo Salah one's the big part of that. And I, I, I had it said elsewhere about the weekend. I was a bit like, oh no, Salah's gone off. And it flattened the atmosphere a bit at that time. But it was immediately back within. To, I never, I never gave it a second thought. That Salah wasn't it comes on the back to trust. That. We trust the players, uh, and, and, the, trust, and, and the bench, and it's better, and it's of better squad. Yeah, like, yeah, of course. But that, that's what it comes down to. Eighteen flattened us when he goes off. This time it was didn't. It, it, it shows that we, where we've come as a as a, a football club and a squad. And it leads on because to the point now, to Kimi Minamino's, he, I, he was my man of the match. Um, the, the player ratings voters give him one of the match. Really? The, the, the public. Well, I, I just thought he was absolutely... You're a man of the people, uh, Paul Machen. Well, but, but the thing that was most shocking about his performance was just that 
you know, I, I you just look at the people in Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, the best, that's the best thing to say. I've been, and it's it's definitely like the hair, but I've been comparing him to Yoshi Benayoun for a while. In so much as it's just like that kind of player, you don't really know where he plays, but he can kind of play along the in the, in the attacking positions. Throw him in into a game, and he'll do a good job for you. I think he's probably as he's, he's that level. He might even be better than Yoshi Benayoun, but. Unfortunately, he, he exists in a Liverpool squad that's got like five other lads yeah. who are all absolutely world class ahead of him in the pecking order. I, I feel Steve said it really well last night. You know, when Mo Salah goes off in the Champions League final, you bring Adam Lallana on. Yeah. Well, now you bring in Takumi Minamino on, and I think he's well better. That's what you said last night. That stuck with me, to be honest with you. Yeah. And just looking at, I mean, that's his first 90 that he's played in the Premier League this season. First start, yeah. Yeah. He's with, with lads over a thousand minutes in the Premier League, he is like the best goal to game ratio, goal to minute ratio of any of them. He's yeah. got yeah, he, and 10 goals. Like, and fair play to him in that. I think it must be really difficult, I think, for, for like, Technical players, because I think that's what you'd class him as. Really, you know, he's not like he hasn't got an abundance of pace. His, his best attribute is is his technical ability. To, I think that's hard to be dropped in and just because rhythm and lack of it. If you if you're a dead fast lad, you, you're a dead fast lad. Whether you you haven't played for months or not, but he's not. He, his, his game is like right place, right time, shifting the ball, all that kind of stuff. And to be able to do that, just dropped in from nowhere, and he hasn't played the game since March. Yeah. He hasn't kicked the ball as he really. So that's it's 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 credit to him. He's another one who's. You know, we, we we saw the Divock Origi, you know, the career arc where he's gone. He's no longer a Liverpool player. He's, he's out of this place. He's nothing. And, you know, working, training, gets an opportunity, takes it. And before we know it, he's starting Champions League semi-finals and playing in a final. Minamino's on that course. Like, he was bombed out. He was out on loan, same as Divock was. He wasn't a, wasn't after, you know, he was an afterthought. Gets his opportunities and just keeps taking them. And eventually, Jürgen's got to look at someone. He, he had that decision to make yesterday. He's got to look in the eyes of Oxlade-Chamberlain Taki Minamino and go right. I've got a pick from one of you two, and Taki's own hard work has made him go. Well, I'm going for you because yeah. you you deserve it more than he deserves it. So fair play to him. Yeah, absolutely. And it's that it's the utility. 176 minutes he's played in the Premier League this season, and 90 of them were last night. Like that's insane. And I know I know he's had, he's had a better run of things in the cups. You know, he's 387 in the in the League Cup. 216 in the Champions League, 229 in the FA Cup. So he's obviously been better used in the Cups, as we as we all know and understood. But to that point, it's just to come in and do that. And you're right, not known. We don't look at Taki Minamino and go, it's all about your physicality here. Or like, he's not like, you know, you're going to run all day for us or whatever. He's not Dirk Kout. And he's not, and he's not, James he's not, <laughs> you know what I mean? All, all these things. So, but I was so impressed by that because the fact that he just kept going and kept going and kept going right to right to the final whistle when you know, there'd be lads and other teams you'd be you'd be dropping on sixty mm. there. You know the fact we have to, and I don't know whether this is all tactical or all part of a wider plan, but like Elliot's not Elliot doesn't get to the ninety. We make a decision <coughs> over him and tack him in Amino stays on, and I was I was a little surprised because of that. You know, well. Surely he can't, but the fact that this is the thing is a decision's been made there. Doesn't isn't great for Oxley Chamberlain that he's not been given the nod, but to the point attacking him in a mean. You've been mad to play. You've been mad to play Ox in the right wing there anyway. I think wouldn't you? You know, Taki Minamino was... Taki deserves like it. He comes in before Oxley chamberlain I think. Yeah. You know, Ox might have a shout at Harvey Elliott's position, but even then, I'm not I'm not sure. But, you know, it's by, by the by, isn't it? What I loved about Minamino last night is, is his movement for that first goal. Like, you watch him, the ball's out on the right wing, he's got his... He's back to goal, he's got his man there, 
and the ball's just about to be played in to Jota. Is it James Milner? Does he whip the ball? No, in? Gomez, isn't Gomez, it? Gomez, sorry, right. So the ball's about to be whipped into Jota, and he's there, and he's looking at him, and he looks around, and he looks around again, and he sees Jota. And as the ball goes past him, he realises it's not coming to me. He turns into the space that he's just looked for. Because he's already looking, right, if I get the ball, I'm controlling it, where am I going, where's the space? He turns into the space, and by then, the the, the, the fullback or the centre-half who's with him on the outside, he's dead to rights. He's never getting back in the game, because Taki's had a quick look around while all this is going on, and found himself that little bit of space. Like, he's brilliant, and he does that time and time again throughout the game. He's predatory in the box, he really is. He's finishing mental yeah. And it's mad because he's our fifth top goal scorer this season. As you mentioned there, Chris, 20, 24 appearances, 10 goals. And and a lot a lot of those as well are it's a minute here and it's a minute there. And that's why you you you're right to talk about his like his his goal contributions to, to minute ratio is absolutely is absolutely ridiculous at this point. But then you look at that, like Divock Origi's got six this season, and I would still feel I feel like Divock's contributed more because Divock and maybe just draws the eye more, and we just thought we know that's what he's there for. But Taki's just gone about his business. He's the perfect example of the kind of player that you would normally call upon at this time of the season, and you fucked it. He's Iago Aspas, or he's Victor Moses, or he's whatever. There's a very 13, 14 vibes here, but it's that's what. But history's littered with teams who won the league who use those lads as well. Who's that fucking Machado or something um, for Manchester Man United? Yeah. I mean, like they've had so many of them themselves, haven't they? This is there's also the flip side of that, and could Minamino end up being one of those guys instead? Mm. So Batshuayi wins the league for Chelsea one time. Mm. So, yeah, it yeah, is. You're right, and. Again, I, I, I wrote him off, and I've said it on a few shows. That I don't mean to repeat myself too much. I, I was happy. I was writing Minamino off. He was another one. He was in me. He was in me. Me crap club. He's, he's well. He's 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 really good. Like hands up and say, yeah, I'm absolutely wrong. I'm glad to be wrong. And we've we've he, lost he, he, perspective he, he, on I think how good footballers are as Liverpool fans. Yeah, and it goes two ways. I did that video on it was one of the last videos I did of just talking on my YouTube channel about the the, the crapping and how a football team because you don't notice your team getting crap. It's just a couple of players here or someone moves on, and you still got a couple of headliners, and then you know it works both ways. You can think you're better than you are, and you can think, and you can end up thinking players are worse now because we're so good that we like, oh, he's rubbish him. But like, he's a Japanese international. You know, if you Divock know, goes in the a, summer, he's a top footballer. If Divock goes in the summer and Taki's now six choice standard, I think we'd all be, I think we're all at a point where we're fine with that. His mission this season, yeah. he's accomplished his mission far and away this season yeah. for me because your his his squad role is to allow us to compete for the cups. And it means we can take... So it means that Mohamed Salah never has to play a domestic cup game unless you really decide that you're going to play him. So play, keep, keep him dry to the semi-finals or stuff if you want, particularly the League Cup. And the same with Divock Origi. And also those games where you're playing... You've got a massive Champions League game on a Tuesday or Wednesday and then maybe you're playing a bottom-half side at the weekend and you want to rest... Or a group stage game that you think you can win, yeah. by the way, because he yeah, does that as well. Or you've been leg round Wembley for 120 minutes and you need to go and win a must-win game on the South Coast. Exactly. Like it's, it's, yeah. And, and in, in, other, in other squads, in other years... I said this was it the start of this season I forget because this, this last two and a half years been <laughs> but I well, I compared our 18-19 squad to this season squad when everyone was complaining we had no squad depth and I said Tachy's place, place in the squad his equivalent football in 18-19 was Ryan Brewster yeah. who, who got on the bench twice that season didn't play a single minute of football for us this season it's the Kuminamino who scored 10 goals 10 mm. we finished seasons not that long ago, 
where we, we our top goal scorer for the entire season was barely cracking double figures. Bobby Firmino got to like 11, what, 11 Coutinho was season. 12 Coutinho, maybe. Gerrard had won one, one season toward the back end of his career where we were really struggling to get into decent numbers and now he's our fifth highest goal scorer and he's just been... And he's in double figures. Yeah. Outrageous. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. Uh, right, we are going to take a short break, but I've got the Super Chats to read before we get to. Uh, Ellis Day, who's been a member for 17 months uh, as a first team, this is one thing to say, up the reds. Yes, indeed. Uh, and then follows up with, uh, all Stevie needs to do is hold City to a draw and the league is ours for the taking. YNWA. Carl Sherlock says, it's good to see you lads again from Ireland. Go on the villa, lol. Uh, Voronin's hair was beautiful. We all had it in the lockdown. Um, I can assure you we didn't. <laughs> Not all of us. Not all of us. Uh, welcome aboard to Deadline. He's joined us as a first team, uh, a first team member here on YouTube as well. Um, yeah, if you've got more comments that you want to get into, please do. Oh, Joe Hicks, sorry, saying uh, anyone else think the fact that it's 18th of May and the quadruple still on means it's just meant to happen? Mares missing that pen was symbolic let's let's pick up on this because I think there's an interesting chat to have uh, we're going to be talking about what Liverpool do uh, in their celebrations and then we're going to look ahead to the weekend of course but yeah very short break from us we're back in a sec well, at this point I need to get some, start getting some defenders on the board and possibly a sweeper keeper going to Stefan Ancho to partner Jamie Carragher yeah it's a good shout yeah good very good shout yeah, and it also I think has feeds into. I think you always knew who your second centre half was going to be, and I think you always knew Ross was not going to pick him. We won't reveal who that is just yet, but um, yeah, Ancho Carragher, pretty yeah. good pairing. Not sure no, there's a left uh, side of centre half. I, mm, I don't player. think they work well together. Same of course player. you wouldn't, because you're not fucking picked. You need Ipia with Ancho or Ipia with Carragher. I don't think Carragher and Ancho is a centre-back partnership. It's, it's a small wall, don't get me wrong. It's a good wall, actually, to be fair. But like, I think you needed a classy centre-half to go alongside him as in, well. In Chapman parlance, a commanding centre-half. A commanding centre-half. And yeah, what have you got to... I don't know what would be Scrappers. Called. Scrappers, <laughs> fucking hell, yeah. Jamie. Sorry, lads. He was. <laughs> he was a scrapper. Um, they were two, what you've got in Carrigan on show is two guys who are going to put their nutsacks on the line to stop balls going in. He's going to help him out on this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think, that's a, I think that's a very interesting point, but I agree there's a slight... They, they ended up as the centre-back partnerships in, my, in the second-choice team in mine. The second-pick team ended up with Carrigan on show because... I think there's a stronger centre-back pairing, but I have, just to caveat all this, I think you've both gone down the route where you've both might end up with two incompatible centre-halves alongside each other. Mate. We'll see. We'll see. Hey, yes, check out the LFC draft. We've got two episodes streaming uh, exclusively over on Redmen Plus. Episode one led to the now infamous um, Ozan Kabak nationality debate. Um, and episode two was a little bit more sedate, but um, no less positive an outcome for Chris Page, probably. No, I think ultimately, I think I've lost, haven't I, again? Um, I think I've I lost listened to it on the way to Aston day. Villa. No, you know what you do? You get in your own, you try and you get in your own head, too, you pep it. You have a choice of picking the best player or picking someone that might mess the other person's team up when you go for the latter. I like to do that. As a sp- I've always liked to do that. If it doesn't work. This is the well, attitude. <laughs> but I appreciate this. This is years and years of, of me and Chris doing things where Chris's, hype, each other. Chris's hyper-competitiveness comes out and then my need to do things that wind him up and get his competitiveness out the of him. The thing is, Ross like, was quite passive. I, I, still think, I still think my side would win a game of footy. 
But I think because of the players that he's picked, Gerard being it. Just a damn popularity contest with exactly. you people. That's what it's about. You know what I mean? It's, I still think it's, it's not. Him. It's not my fault that I'm on a higher footballing viewing level than everyone else. If you want to see the final teams, you can check out our socials. But if you want to see how they got there, then check out the LFC draft video and the podcast available for you guys right now. We're going to be doing another episode next week in advance of the Champions League final as well. Just a shout out on that. People ask me where you find them. They're in the podcast section on the website. So if you go to... The red in the Red Men TV podcast section, so yeah, you can find them there. Absolutely, yeah. So if you want it in your podcasting app as well, you can get it there. I listened to it on the way to Aston Villa, the whole show, yeah. and I, I started as I got to the junction of where the ground is and finished it as I parked up. That's how long it took me to get off the motorway at Aston Villa Park. Yeah, if, you're if you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Before we talk about Villa uh, and Wolves and Man City, I want to just ask the question because I, I, I got asked it on, on the telly yesterday about like what the success looked like for Liverpool. And there's obviously some debate uh, I, I believe as it stands, the saying Liverpool are basically have to win the Champions League or the Premier League in order to have a parade. Is that is that right? Because I keep I, I keep know. saying they're going to parade both, and I keep hearing people keep telling me they're not going to parade both. They're not going to parade just the cups. Don't know. So the question no it kind of poses is, I know what my answer is to this, like, but. The, there should just be a parade, right? If, if, if you know, regardless of what happens, it'd be a bit annoying to have to wait another two weeks and potentially, like, you could like 
have some disappointment before you do it. But surely Liverpool will pull out all the stops on this one, regardless of whether we add to the to domestic cup. Yeah, I've seen Liverpool parade the FA Cup before. Yeah, exactly. Just 2016, done a parade for the FA Cup. Well, literally, we haven't won multiple trophies since 2001, but since then we won the League Cup in 2003, FA Cup 2006, League, League Cup 2012, Champions League. You know what I mean? I get not, I get not parading if you just win the League Cup. I get that, because it happens in February by the time it gets to the end, but... I think you played the FA Cup if you win it personally, so I think they should do something. Yeah, again, it's whatever the players want to. Because if, if touch, I mean, if, if if it goes the way where that's the only two things you've got, their heads might be a bit kettled, you know, because things have gone wrong on the last day and things have gone wrong in Paris. So that from, from that's players, exactly what you need yes. as a footballer. You need that pick me up the next day, and to see what would be probably half a million, a million people appreciate what you did achieve, not what you didn't achieve. It's all what you did achieve, and that, and that is what kicks you on into next season, instills that drive to go and do better again. So whether they'd like to or not, it, for me, is irrelevant. I think they should play the FA Cup. They, they should absolutely well, parade them so both. Ross has just sent me this, so apparently Liverpool City Council has confirmed there will be a victory parade only if Liverpool win the Premier League or Champions League final. Um, That's a bit disappointing. I think... I mean, uh, I'm got yeah, but it's but it, 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 there's it, a quote it, here. It's what it is. It's a staging an event. This scale does not happen overnight. Our events team is among the best in the world. Blah blah blah. Right, whatever. The, the, uh, it's. I think it I can think literally Liverpool be cancelled overnight, though. Yeah, I, I, yeah. <laughs> That's what you're telling I, me. I think Liverpool will. I don't know whether they'll do a full parade. Liverpool will have. Jurgen Klopp will want to do something for exactly your point there, Chris. Is that having won the league and not been able to celebrate it with the fans, we all had to basically break lockdown rules to be able to celebrate the, the league. And that's now forever forever and no time ago at the same time. I genuinely wouldn't be asked if they paraded that trophy, by the way. No, same. I, I honestly, it, just for the, the amount of piss it would boil, just make it very clear that... It you, was our first Premier League as well. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> and that the first time anyone would have ever seen Liverpool parade that trophy. Since, and we didn't since, get to do it. Since we did it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The only the only Liverpool teams to parade a, a Premier League trophy. We're the, the only city. managers that's been, ever paraded a Premier League trophy on a double decker bus in Liverpool. <laughs> I do check out that that series on Retro Football TV, by the way. Um, yeah, spoilers for that. By the way, just ruined the entire series. But, we do, <laughs> yeah, but honestly, we do. We literally hired an open top bus and we literally paraded the Premier League trophy yeah. through the streets of Liverpool. Some twist words were thrown at us as well. It, to be honest, yeah, yeah. but if we can do it, they can. And I wonder whether there's something where. Yes, you might not be able to organise the entire city, which is fucking stupid because it should be prepared for Liverpool winning the Champions League anyway. And you just keep up with those plans, whether they've got it or not. But whether Liverpool just do something where they go to the main stand and they go off the, the podium on the main stand or something and they just they all they block that off, people go in and then they hang over the side and show the, the trophy off or something because that would be... It's just... We were promised a Premier League parade when the time's right, we'll be able to do it and the time was never right and it ended up, we were so down in the dumps with how that season went and it became too late and we'd already lost it by the time COVID restrictions were uh, released enough. This would be, like, honestly, I would be heartbroken. Not only because we've not won a Premier League or a Champions League on top, we've had to live through that, but if we don't get to parade something... Be sad. I think they should be doing it. I think they should. I think you played FA Cup, I think you should. Yeah, so yeah, we'll get no arguments from me. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree um, on that one. Hopefully, they do find some way to it. Well, hopefully, it doesn't matter. It's the answer. Yeah, hopefully yeah. Just win the Champions League. <laughs> or the Premier League. Or, or both. Or, the, or both, yeah. Absolutely. If we're going to hope, let's do both. I'm going to stay. Right, without further ado, let's talk about the weekend. Um, 
we we've done it. We've taken the quadruple chase as deep as it's possible to take it. The only way you go deeper is to literally parade both trophies um, the Sunday after the Champions League final. Um, astonishing stuff, of course. But I'm glad, Chris, that we didn't have a goal difference chase. Now look, I mean. Am I right? Is there still a is there still a permutation? Is it like Man United, Man City lose seven 0 and we draw five all? Or did I see on Twitter where we can go to a playoff? Yeah, I think in that situation you <laughs> might win the league. Six 0 and five all. I think was the playoff. Was that what it was? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? It's ridiculous. But look, the team last night didn't have a chase in it. It wouldn't have been. It yeah. would have been a different team had there a chase been going on, which then says, what does that mean for Wolves and winning that game anyway? Now, as it turns out, here's what I've been thinking about since last night, is that for all the whinging about you know the game being on Tuesday and we'd rather it went, but you can't go up against the Europa, it's actually worked in our favour. Now we've won it. Because we've got a better chance of winning the last game of the season Yeah. now that it's been done. Now, if it had been Wednesday or Thursday this week, does he make those nine changes? Do the lads, are the lads quite as rested uh, as they would be going into Wolves in the Champions League final? Probably not. I don't think he makes nine changes if it's Thursday, mm -hmm. to be honest. But now you've got to go, wow, maybe Five thank the lucky off. stars a little bit there. Yeah. Five once, days once once you've won it, it's ideal. And at the time, Jürgen was kicking off, but now you've got through it. Now you've got the three points. It's like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday to do, to do your yeah. rest, recuperation, re your preparation as well. So yeah, it's a, and obviously we don't kick off till four on the Sunday, so there's plenty of time and rest for Sad, like Sadio and Trent to get in the legs. So yeah, it's now it's perfect, and it's just ideally it would be in your own hands. Still, there's no way you can't beat around that bush. You know what I mean, the, the fact is, someone's got to go and take points off Manchester City at the Etihad, which doesn't happen very often, if ever. Really, not few teams can go and do it. It just so happens that when they had to, when Brighton had to play them a few years ago, Brighton had nothing. There was no no reason for Brighton, and they went one off accidentally, and then mm -hmm. in the end turned around. But now, at least we know there's a fella in the other dugout, and he won't say it publicly. He'll go, oh, I just want to win three points for Aston Villa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they know, you know, they've we've got a tough game. They've got to play on Thursday as well, Villa, before they do this city game. But at least you know now, he's up for it. Like he'll do whatever it's. He'll do. He'll be desperate for his team to get on. He's pulling game. double shifts, Gerard. He's not, why are we all on? Uh, he's not on the beach, uh, is he? Now, why are we all on double shifts, boss? Don't worry about it. It's fine. But it's literally just one game. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. But it's Man City. Don't worry about. It. Stop asking questions. He won't be on the beach. It. He might get beat, but he'll give it a go, and that's the, that's all you can kind of ask for. At I, this lo point I in. loved what Jürgen said in his, his post match press conference last night about how like look, we speak to yeah, we speak to Steve, and he's like, no, Aston Villa will want to win for Aston Villa, and there's a level of respect there as a manager, and it, this all on the beach stuff is it's kind of bullshit, isn't it? I think you know as professionals. They're not on the beach. They're trying to do everything they can because lots of these lads are playing for other things, a place in the squad, a move to a better team, a, a chance to stay in the squad. Like, there's loads of reasons the players it play. It gets thrown at. That that will be thrown at it if, like, it's City are 4-0 up in the first half and Villa just go, wow, what's the point? You know, then, you know that they will be. The, the players will be thinking, what's like, who's asked? Why don't, don't I want a broken leg on my holiday? No. You know, we've all got we've all got all these tomorrow, lads. <laughs> we've all got to go work in the morning. Yeah, yeah, we've all got to go on all of these tomorrow, nil, lads. Nil, Everyone, nil, nobody, nil, 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 nil. Keep them tackles, will you? You bled. <laughs> got to go on all day in the morning. Um, so there might there might be a bit of that. But you're right in terms of the preparation. Like, there's a couple of those managers who have got points to prove, and Steven Gerrard has not been brilliant for him at Aston Villa, has he? But he's putting he's putting the pieces in place, grabbing a scalp. 
or putting a good showcase for what they can do will will help his cause. It will help his case. He'll want to send his fans out into the summer feeling optimism. They sign Coutinho on a permanent deal. They'll be bringing in other quality footballers to add to them this season. And he'll want to he'll want to end with a real show of like defiance. He'll want he'll want bloody knuckles by the end of the season to be able to raise up in a fist to their fans and go, yeah, look, this is what we did. Yeah, we're not we're not we're not here. We're not here. We're not. We're not there yet, but this is the start of something. Start of something big. The fans probably fancy putting one over Jack Grealish as well. Uh, yes, which is which is over in there. Like Did say, you see this tweet? I don't know how true it is. But I thought it was Michael Richards saying it, wasn't it? That apparently um, Villa get fifteen million quid extra. For yeah, Grealish. he said he it on one of the programs last night, didn't he, or something like that? Because he was saying like, oh yeah, it's not, it's a it, yeah, there's not like Gerard blah blah blah, but there's, there's a business <laughs> factor to it. And basically, I, I mean, his illusion was. Gerard will roll over for the for the, for fifteen million quid. It was a effect, reading between the lines. Yeah, I think as a as a pundit, um, you can't put yourself in the position of a manager, especially a pundit with such bad morals. Actually, <laughs> in terms of the game, as Michael Richards, um, it's a joke. Like, I think if they win the game, they get an extra seven million quid from just finishing higher up in the Premier League anyway, or mm. something, isn't it? So Stephen Gerrard would be fine with. Yeah, you know, we all know what he wants. Like, he's, he's, he's not rocket science, is it really? He's so, just yeah. got Coutinho for eighteen. I think he's probably quite happy at the yeah, moment. Yeah, it's it's fascinating. But again, it all, it's mad that you're just relying on another team. But we've got to do our job as well, and that's the, that's the flip side of it. You I mean got to beat Wolves. You know, I, I had something last night. You you were obviously with me, staying and, and Paul. Um, they were talking about like you know, open Man City, bottle the league, and I'm not digging the the lad in the Discord out, but it was just playing on my mind because I, I spoke about it last night about how like I don't believe that any team can bottle it if they get ninety points in the Premier League. But what I realised is, and this is what I was saying on the shows last night, and I was driving home and I was thinking about it, and I was like, you know what got me? It's you taking away from Liverpool's achievements if you say Man City bottle this league. Yeah. And that pisses me off because what we've done isn't capitalise on someone bottling anything. We've been almost perfect from the start of the year. We were 15 wins and three draws in our 18 games in 2022. The only team in the division not to have lost a game. Like, And we've put them under pressure. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? But there's no bottlers at 90 plus points. There's only two winners. I was going to use a 100 metres analogy, but it's completely wrong. But it'd be like doing them. It, it, it's honestly at this point... It's like winning a marathon on the dip, you know what yeah. I mean? At, at the line, that's where you've won it on. And do the and if you, if you can imagine that, imagine it more from that perspective. Two athletes have just gone the distance, gone a ridiculous distance. And, you know, We've you got three it. half marathons in, by the way, while we're doing this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've just sacked off at awards break and done three little halves. Sure, it's true, but that's the thing. And it's very rare that you see you see you tend to see that in shorter distances, don't you? Things go close, whereas over long distance, you tend to have someone who pours it on and gets the win or is miles ahead from the whole from the whole thing. But the idea of having done that and then get imagine and then to lose that on that it's no shame it would be devastating and it would be more devastating for Man City at this point than it would be for Liverpool because of the, the fact that City have had the lead but you're right the idea of it being bottling is just it's that's just a bit of modern football banter that isn't it the flip side is probably because we, we experienced it from a couple of seasons in 1819 when Liverpool bottled it which was horseshit then too the flip side is if you lose the last game of the season at home because the pressure gets to you yeah then maybe what what is well yeah okay so if we lose that loo- last game of the season if City lose it and they lose as well then you know okay no, no, I, think still it, bottling, I don't, I don't think it's bottling no I don't like, think it's bottling I, 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 I don't just think it's don't bo- it's like it's a fucking they've, all right we've had more games but they're still 50 odd in and you know what what they've done in the football they've played 
Like it's not bottling. No, not not so much bottle, but I think to an extent, like if will the pressure get them? Because in a, in a, there's very few circumstances where Aston Villa, Aston Villa beat Manchester City or draw Man City. So mm-hmm. it might, if, if they're going to do it, we hope we need to hope that maybe there, there is a, a slight mentally fragileness of of you know back typical City that they've always talked about. And stuff. Well, we saw it's we saw nothing it. for Man City, and that's yeah. the thing, and they'll be fine it probably. Isn't that know. Arsenal? Gonna be a belt of that, isn't it? But to the point that you know, this is their season in a game of football now. Ninety minutes to deliver there. It's between success and failure, and that's the difference. And that's not a bottling thing anymore. Is that a Man City side that finishes the season empty-handed, having been in the driving seat because you, you know, as much as we <laughs> in, were injury, in the cups yeah, and, and injury, you know, injury time away from a Champions League final and. Last game, a penalty away from winning the league. Yeah, it's it's just so fine margins. It's 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 crazy. Really, again, I said this. I've said this a few times. But I don't really believe in like narratives so much in fate and all that to an extent. But if you did, and if you do, it's written. It's just kind of written in the stars a little bit. In it, this is how it's went. This is how if they put win a league, this is how it's. This is like the movie finishes. Your, your old hero doing yourselves a favor, redemption and and sacrifice and. Underdog nature, yeah, it's it's kind of all there. There's a story. It's not it's not bluster for me or bullshit. I'm not trying to trying to pretend I'm something I'm not here, but I I honestly couldn't be calmer about this. And 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 it'll depend how the game goes. Once the game's happening, and if 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 something goes our way, or you hear that City are behind or something, that 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 will be a different kettle of fish altogether. I was saying it needs to happen at the same time in the 90th minute. They need to be like one nil up, and we need to be drawing one all, and it just all to happen at the same time that Villa score a goal and we score at the same time, and that that's the yeah. only way that I'm going to be able to get through it. Because if we go through Brighton again, it's like you hark back to all those feelings of, um, of what happened then and I all see, that. You see, I, I, I be honest, not because I'm here and I'm calm. I because again Liverpool we've banked trophies now I'm happy as far as I'm concerned we've reached the success threshold anything else that comes on top of it will be not just a bonus but like will be uber success but ridiculous. Mm-hmm. ridiculous. I honestly, we sat here now, we've got two games of footy left to go. I honestly would be totally up for a, like, a up and down. I, you know, I will never see Christ the loud no. table at Anfield, no. but, like, all that, getting the, getting, getting the things. I want to feel every emotional ava- available because... As long as you win it. <laughs> well, because I've, we've got a month off after, you know what I mean? There's, like, there's like six six weeks off before the pre before preseason. I, 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 although I do share your calmness for the game itself for now and the build-up for it. And I think I'm going to be the same as at the Champions League as well because of the trust as I keep mentioning. Yeah. You know, but for me, it's like I'd probably be more nervous if we were the ones who were in the lead because... George to lose. Yeah, yeah, you just... And then it's all like, oh, God, I've seen this game before, 40 shots and no goals and someone hits us on the counter-attack mm-hmm. and all that. There's none of that. we just got to go about our business and just hope. Basically, yeah. Yeah. final thing you have to put it's in. Freeing. There's a reason City struggle at West Ham, and as much as West Ham goes, like City have got defensive issues. Like that's just a fact. So if you, I always think about them. Like if you, Villa are more, more than capable. Of, they've got strikers who are capable of preying on them. The issues Villa have got is at the other end they dog shit defensively. But at least there's Playing a for Fernandinho at centre half is what you is what potentially. You're there's yeah. no way he does that again. Surely he's got. But either way, someone's got to go up against the Danny Ings, Ollie Watkins. There's goals in them. The flip side is like Mings is awful. It looks like Cons is not going to play. So it, it might be for all. <laughs> Maybe something mad like that. But yeah, it's there's. All oh, right. Okay. So we could be going to a playoff. It, 
You'd have to have no, we want the five all that we need, isn't it? No, we need to be five all. They need to lose six nil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not gonna happen. No, I can drop that. Yeah, that's absolutely fine. Another game. Yay! We'll be doing the build-up show tomorrow, and maybe maybe I'll have changed. I haven't thought on it a little bit more, but I, I just it's just boss. So exciting, you know what I mean? Like this this game at the weekend for me is a total free hit. It's a complete and utter free hit because we're not. City should just win. City are playing Aston Villa at home. Villa, let's be honest, are, are Steven Gerrard and players we like there, but they're not They're not very good. They're not good enough to beat they, Man City. They, and we know that Pep thinks it's going to be a full house. <laughs> he likes to think so, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, honestly, you could leave the doors open and it wouldn't... You know Have you mean? seen like, the crowd for the Aguero um, Man statue unveiling yet? Tony Cruz statue. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they attract a lot. I mean, we, we were talking about this with you. Know, it's like... They did the Jack Grealish announcement, expecting it to be like thousands of people descending. They haven't real, they haven't clocked on. Not that many people support that that football club, but anyway, they're very good and they're they're likely to do it. So I wouldn't worry about it. So that that kind of handle itself. And again, Real Madrid's a one-off game of football. That will either will either win that or will lose that. There's not you know that there is, we've done all the hard work and to the point we've got two pieces of silverware bagged. So it's chill uh, to use it. Uh, the um, it wants to be a millionaire sort of analogy for me. I've, we've reached that limit, whatever that is, like fifty k or whatever, where you feel like you've. You, you, you've got the confidence to try for more, knowing full well that if you if you absolutely cock it up, you're not going home empty-handed. You're going home with enough to go. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. That was that, you've that was your weird. first five questions. You're you're at more than a thousand pounds. Now you've probably gone ten questions. It's like that. Fair, it's the thirty-two grand level it used to be. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That, that's the point. That's that, fine. That. I'll spin the I'll spin the fucking wheel at this point. Yeah. Like we might get happen. a quarter of a million or a million laughing, but. Worst case, worst case scenario. We're having, a, we're having a good, we're having a good year off the back, off, off, the, off the back of what we've got so far. So yeah, uh, we asked the question to our club legend Discord. How are we feeling for Sunday? Uh, Jith uh, says he's going to be in Liverpool for our live show. So excited! Yeah, we are live. Uh, tickets, the tickets are sold out for that. There was two tickets left, and I checked last checked. Sounds uh, two tickets. Two left. tickets available for our live show hotel Anfield on Saturday evening. Uh, Get the equipment. Can we be gone by now? You said there's no pressure on our end. Completely agree. Jack says I'm excited to meet loads of people who inspire me. All the pressure is on City. Yes, and Castia uses the. Um, how I met you, not how I met your mother. What's that other one? Big Bang Theory. Yeah. There you go, Sheldon breathing in the bag. Um, yeah, good. Uh, to the point, uh, what I kind of said to you, you asked me like was this morning or last night, like, oh, it was yesterday, like, how, I don't know how you've got the energy to go and do the Southampton thing. I'm wrecked. And it's, it's literally because we're nearly there now. Like, these weeks have flown by. It's astounding to me that we're at the end of another season. I really don't know how it's happened. I still feel like we, it was the title winning season, was weeks ago in, in, in some regards. The flip so, side is, I feel like I've worked here forever. Yeah, it's been like four months. <laughs> <laughs> like six, uh, six months, seven months. But this is the thing; it it'll be done. And I said this last night. I think I did it on the vlog and I did it on Instagram and maybe even post my video because I, I I believe it. You know, this team will this team will change. I don't know what's going to happen in the summer. I don't know that we're going to start the season with Bobby Firmino and Mane and Salad and even like. Ox and Origi and you know, there's lots of lads who are in those kind of coming toward the end of the cycle. Milner um, coming toward the end of the cycle with us. I don't know what we're going to do with them. I don't know if we'll ever have a squad anywhere near this good again. No uh, likelihoods. No, we, we chat about them. We kiss up when we were driving home. Like the change, the Champions League rules coming, you know, in a year or two or next, season after next. Is it the the odds of someone doing this are even smaller? So, enjoy it. Just literally like you know, a maximum of what. 
200 minutes out of footy left to be played in, in the season. Go and enjoy it. Case of that. Um, right, we will be doing a build-up show um, tomorrow as well. We'll be chatting a bit more in depth and detail about that. If you want a bit more chat about the game, last night in the Final Word show is streaming right now, video and podcast form over on Redmen Plus. And if you want more from us, uh, we're going to be going into live uh, shooting podcast extra after this over on Plus as well. Uh, we're going to be discussing, as I say, the, the boo and the national anthem mm. stuff. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, Jake Daniels coming out as well, which I think is a brilliant story. Uh, and we're going to be taking a lot of weird, random questions that the kind of stuff that we couldn't really talk about in a public internet sort of forum so if you want that uh, get that and again the LSE drafts there as well if you want to check that stuff out and we are counting down to the Champions League final after this week how many days is it now what? How many days is it now? After this, I said. Um, the um, <laughs> couldn't work it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is the answer not ten? <laughs> Might be. It's the eighteen. There's no way. Why are you asking? Why are you asking the question if it's if okay? It's not? Okay, the answer is ten. There you go. I can tell you. <laughs> um, yeah, as I've mentioned on previous shows, I knew we, know. we are potentially. There's <laughs> no fucking day in it. Southampton off to London off the fucking Villarreal. The lad's got no fucking idea where We've he is. Potentially got interviews with three European Cup winning Liverpool football has lined up on Redman Plus in the build up to the Champions League final so yeah it's the see, perfect he time to count that on his fingers did you see oh no that was three. <laughs> yeah yeah three of them um, still got your wedding ring after all these chips away anyway so Charlie's <laughs> Charlie's, Charlie's yeah. been forgiven yeah, she hasn't asked me to chuck it in the bin and never come home um, sounds right yeah loads to come from us so yeah I hope you do go and check out Redman Plus it is very good boss competition for club legends as well to win a signed Jamie Carragher Dave couch shirt and more to come over the summer and all uh, gentlemen thank you thank so you. much absolute pleasure i uh, hope to see you guys over on podcast extra hey it's danny pellegrino from everything iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget check out quince they've got all the good stuff shirts and polos activewear and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands and the best part they're all about safe ethical and responsible manufacturing Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.